Why, hello, Chad. Hey, Kevin. How's it going? Bring the energy. Bring the energy. We just put down a few <laughs> Sour Patch Kids. Sugar. Anybody got any sugar out there? Needed it. We're going to need you on the live stream today. What do you... Is that like a high energy octane drink over there? Um, You could call it something like that. <laughs> I don't think many people drink it for high energy, though. Beverage. I do. Of your choice. My choice. This is Candid Athletic Training. I'm Kevin. And I am Chad. And we uh, are still at the Brew Fitness Studio. We, we just set up in a different location yeah. if you're on the live stream and you're wondering. Different lighting. So give us your feedback. You like it more, less, or you don't care. I don't you care. You just want to hear the, the sound of our sweet, sweet voice. I could, I could care less what everybody thinks about our background. I mean, I I'm care. I'm just kidding. I care. A little bit. A little bit. I a care little. a little bit. I don't. I mean, yeah, we're in a little different spot. Kind of nice. It's very bright, which yeah. is interesting. Yeah. Let us know if the lighting's weird. I don't know. Whatever. Um, what do we got to talk about today? Anything fun? We have a lot of fun for you tonight. We have literally the largest fat we've ever done. Largest. The biggest fat. And it, yeah. The biggest. Big, the biggest gigantic. fat we've ever done. It's going to Just, be Oh my God. Epic. And some would say prehistoric. Epic, prehistoric, <laughs> incredible. Oh, Rick. Rick was the first one to make a comment. I'm, yep. Pretty pretty soon we'll have our own corner studio, but no, you, we're still if, we're if still you, pretending to work out. Pump, pump, pump. Uh, yeah, I'm done. You got some mixed martial arts yeah. stuff back here. Could do some sparring, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I don't even know what those are for. Sand, uh, are they sandbags? I don't think you're sandbags. No, they're not sandbags. Um, I think I think they're like think pillows they're yoga. For yoga. Yeah. Chilling out, maybe. Could take a nap. Pretty fun. Oh, CandidAthleticTraining.com is the website. Yeah, check it out. <laughs> Thank you. Candid underscore ATC is our, all of our social media. Yeah. Was there anything trending on social media this week? It was so Did much we have, fun. We had fun weekend. this week? Last week I, we didn't have as much fun. So AT Marvel themed weekend. So whoever Marvel does weekend, huh? comes up with those incredible. I I loved every single one of them. Who's AT memes? Do we does anybody know who AT meme is or like is there somebody that is that heads that? Is that a is that a No. Or like what's the other the AT uh what's the other Twitter handle? I mean, there are so many. Twitter or the hashtags. It, is AT meme a hashtag? Oh, AT, AT Twitter is a hashtag. Okay. AT Twitter just means, hey, anybody who's an athletic trainer on Twitter, huh. what are your thoughts on this? I don't get it. So. I just don't get it. Technical difficulties? No, Ed. We didn't have technical difficulties. Well, maybe we are. Place, we just don't know about it. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Did we, are, we, are we having technical difficulties? I don't think so. I don't, I don't. This looks fine. Yeah. Um, if you're asking about the why we changed locations, um, the Brew Fitness had some technical difficulties. We couldn't <laughs> we couldn't use that corner anymore, um, so we chose this corner. We set up over there, and we had Ryan, to, we had to move a piece of equipment every time and move it yeah, back. And Ryan Ryan was very nice to let us be here all the time, anyway. Yeah. So we just said, you know what? Why don't we just try every corner in the place? Well, here's the truth: because I haven't been working out in a long time, he's mad I at felt, Chad. I felt like it was my 
workout to move the treadmill out of the way mm. and then move it back at the end of the show. And I think we we're uh, moving the rubber mat. I think Ryan's just mad at you because you don't work out anymore. He probably, and he should be. I but he's he still got too. my money. That's it's actually, he, he he should, want, I should actually be his favorite. He doesn't want your money. He wants, he wants you to be healthy and fit. He cares about you, Chad. Two out of three ain't bad. I'm just kidding. I don't even know what that means. Hannah, Hannah hears us fine, so we're good. Yeah. Good. Good, Hannah. Um, so let's thank our official. Oh, who's that? Sponsors of the show. I love those guys. Thank you to Healthy Roster at www.healthyroster.com who bought us. They literally bought us all this all fancy the equipment that all you see, stuff. all the stuff, all the buttons we push. Paid for my new car. It's, that's my, because of our friends. My new house. Dan. <laughs> I went on a couple of vacations. <laughs> yeah, so thanks, Dan. Bought Appreciate us all this it. stuff. Uh, but they are the official sponsor of the Candid Athlete Train Podcast. That they are. We couldn't ask for anybody better. And if you tune in next week, you're going to hear a new sponsor of the program. You will. I don't know how they're going to compete with our healthy roster folks. I think they're going to do great. Are they? Oof. Oof. Uh, they're mm-hmm. gonna they're gonna sponsor a top like like the feature topic or something. I they think, are right? going to be the official. Yeah, we can't tell you who it is though. Feature topic. Can't tell you who it is. The feature topic will Suspense. be brought to you by question mark, question mark, question mark. Ooh, how fun is that gonna be say? Episode one twenty, you're gonna find feature out. Feature topic brought to you by that's gonna be so much fun. It's gonna be so much fun. Yeah. Now, speaking of that, do we have some exciting things happening soon here? Where we are going to be able to give our listeners a little, like, small piece of pie back to them, if they're a member. Oh, pie sounds good. What kind mm. would you order right now? Uh, right now? Oh, does cheesecake count as a pie? <laughs> no. Okay. Cheesecake counts kind of as cheesecake. It's kind, of, it's kind of a pie, though. Um, can I get an Oreo pie? Because I want an Oreo cheesecake yeah. right now. <laughs> I, think, I think that's legit. I'll take an Oreo pie. I, when I was a kid, I used to love this pie, and then I haven't had it in forever because it's, I don't know if you outgrow certain things. You do? But right now. Like your shoes, your clothes. I mean, but like your ta- your tastes. <laughs> you kind of like, your taste yes, buds develop. Yes, you absolutely develop. do. But right, I saw one in the grocery store the other day. I'm like, man, I haven't had a lemon meringue pie in forever. Ooh. And yeah. I, I, I could go for one. I'm not a fan of them. Faux? Yeah, I'm not a fan of them. <laughs> I, when I was a kid, all I ate was either French silk or lemon meringue. It was one or the other. Really? If you're on the live stream, let us know what your favorite kind What's of pie is. What's your favorite pie? Rock, and, the and Rock keep wants this to know. suitable for work for a little bit. No. All right? <laughs> <laughs> no, don't. This <laughs> is candid athletic training, damn it. <laughs> um, no, but for real. I mean, get back to real things. Um, pretty soon here, we're going to have some fun announcements about um, maybe maybe some ways our listeners can save some money. Yeah. Maybe try some new things. Maybe learn some new things, not just from us. Uh, and then, yeah, I don't know, just generally kick ass at the world because you're a candid athletic training listener. We talked about this. Member. A couple weeks ago. We want to reward our members. We want to reward the listeners here. We do. If you're a member of candid athletic training, we're working round the clock trying to get as many fun discounts, uh, advantages for you. Um, maybe they're athletic training related. Maybe they're just maybe things they're that will improve your quality Cares. of life at home. Maybe yeah. maybe we'll get you a discount on socks. 
I hope so. I need new socks. I need new socks. I'm, I'm, oh, yeah. Look at this. Shoeless Joe Jackson over here. Look at that hole. Oh, f- really, Chad? Come on. <laughs> Come on. If you're listening to this on audio, you're just not going to see it. So what, what, what's the point of keeping those socks? 97.3% of my foot is still covered. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make sense to me. When I get patients that are coming in and they got holes in their socks, I'm like, why? Just throw them out. Nope. I have never got- kept... Ever kept a pair of socks that have holes in them? I have other hole. I have other socks. You have other holes. I have other holes too. <laughs> to plug. Yeah. Yeah, I know you do. Ed says coconut cream pie with shredded coconut on top. Rick says a lot chocolate of peanut butter pie. Hannah says key lime. What are your thoughts? Um, you know, I'm new to the key lime game, but it is sort of growing on me. I... Chocolate peanut butter pie, yes. Ed, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, if this is F, Mary kill of those three. Killing that coconut. I'm killing coconut. I can't stand coconut. Killing that coconut. Josie's in the house, and she says banana cream pie. Banana cream pie. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. I, I, can't, I can't say yes or no because I've never had a banana cream pie. I feel like a banana cream pie is very just creamy. Like It, it reminds me of like, you know, a pie you would throw in somebody's face. It's like banana pudding with whipped cream on top, if I'm not mistaken sure so why isn't it a pudding oh pudding is not good. a pie i'm not a fan of pudding either what's the oh i don't stand there how much you want for that uh pudding no what's the little snack pack right jello pudding pops no snack pack what do you want for that snack pack kid uh that one right i don't know Billy uh, madison uh good probably hannah Anna, anyone? Anna, um, what else do we got? You know what else we have? Yeah. No. If anybody, <laughs> if anybody, know. okay. So we're getting towards the end of a quote unquote school year, I think, right? And if any of our athletic training students are listening, or any of our athletic trainers that work at a college or work in a high school that has an educator that works in for like does any kind of sports medicine talks, any kind of, I mean, even like health related fields. Right. I mean, I think we would take that. Like somebody does a health class. We have a survey out there still. We're trying to get the educators of athletic training, which I think will segue into our topic of the, of the week. Um, we're trying to get them to fill out this darn survey. We have a decent amount. We need more. We don't want to, leave anything shortchanged. We want to get a real representation of these top five questions from our educators. So if you know an athletic training educator or even like a sports medicine educator, send them the link. We can um, repost the link on social media and then go from there. Yeah. Maybe we'll just put it on the website too, huh? It's either that or let top five die. Yeah. What, you guys want to let top five die? Huh? Huh? (laughs) You're that kind of person, huh? You just let them die. Okay, fine. <laughs> we got, yeah. What did top five do to you, huh? Come on. We all know educators. So it's just, I mean, it takes what? Five minutes to fill out the survey? You know what? They ask us. They asked us when we were students to fill out surveys. We have to sur- fill out surveys all the freaking time as athletic trainers. It's their turn. It's their turn. Oh, yeah. Fill in this little bubble. Tell me, tell me if I did a good job of teaching this class. No, fill out my top five survey, and then I'll fill out your sheet. It literally takes 
four minutes. Tops. Come on. They're one word answers. I feel like I'm yelling. Is I, it, I'm yelling? actually super impressed. You said you were low energy. You needed to pick me up and you've come out fucking guns a blazing tonight. It's incredible. I'm this forced, is, I'm forcing this is a, a great. Bit. I'm forcing it a little bit. You know what else? Um, <laughs> Ed wins. What, he says what in do? today's part. <laughs> <laughs> in today's shocking news, ATX caters not participating in athletic oh training. Oh my god! I don't. I'm just saying that's what he said. I'm mm. not saying I agree or disagree. I'm just saying that's what the man said. Scott wins a prize. <sighs> Jonathan Scott wins. Scott, Jonathan Scott wins a prize. Notice first that we JS. switched. I need. I need to come up with a different nickname for Jonathan Scott. I don't want to say his whole Jonathan Scott name all the time. JC. JC. JS. Jesus. <laughs> J-S-G. El Cristo. I can't even say that friggin' right. All right, you got anything else? <laughs> Me too, Hannah. One of my favorite things is when Chad swears because he's he doesn't swear. What? How, he's too why? nice of a guy. What What do I? It's fuck. No, it's not how you say it. It's, I, I, maybe Hannah laughs at is you it because my, of is how. Is it the accent? No, I think it's the fact that you do say it. Like, I will gladly say shit, fuck, piss on this podcast. <laughs> you, every once in a while, you can tell that you're like, I don't want to, I don't want to go for it. <laughs> I, uh, if you, you hesitate. If you met me outside of this, you would know it's different. I don't know why. I just feel you don't borderline. Swear. I don't, you don't swear. That's not true at all. I don't hear you swear. All I got time. a whorish mouth. You have a dirty mouth, but you don't swear. That's There's not, that's not true. I mean, you I, don't swear a lot. It's like a cross between <laughs> Fergie and Jesus over here, Hannah. Thank you. Mm. It's a uh, wonderful voice. Well, thanks. Angel. Do we got Angel's any, voice. We got anything else? I have so much, but I think we should move on. <laughs> you want to? Yeah. yeah, why not? All right, let's do it. All right. And away we go. What do you want to do? I don't know. Where do you want to start? Um, let's go top five. Because we were talking about it. Because we're running out of them. Yeah. Top five. Top five. Top five. We surveyed 100 athletic trainers, Kevin. And we asked them the following question. I want you to guess the top five responses. Okay. How many ounces of water do you drink in a work day? All right. Zero. Number one, zero. Because I know some people that do that. Number two, 32 ounces, because that's the size of one a typical big Nalgene or, like, your water bottle over there. Which, by the way, hyd- hydrate? hydrate. Not a sponsor. Com. Not a hydrate. sponsor com. yet. But if but you're looking we're gonna, for... We're going to work on them. <laughs> we're, we can do a whole top five segment just dedicated to hydrating you. Um, if you're not familiar with it, there's an app on your phone. Now, if my wife is listening, she's going to go ham on me because I, I don't ever sync it. The battery is dead, whatever. But you can, you track, you can track your water intake like up like to the second. It's incredible. Well, Technology. And also, I think the biggest thing about it that I, I, I see. Don't know where to put, I don't know what to do with my hands. Yeah. That I see is that if you had that on camera the whole time, it actually lights up. When, when you fall behind pace. When you fall behind pace. Yeah, you So that thing hand. will all of a sudden start flashing green, and Chad will be like, oh, crap, I'm a terrible human. I got to drink water. Yeah. And then so he drinks water. He used to, I, before we did this live stuff, it, that thing would go off all the time when we were doing a podcast. Because we always did it late at night, and 
You're always dehydrated. I need a new battery in this thing. I'm sweating. Everybody. I promise. Oh, I will promise everyone. Oh, hydrate. Can we hook hydrate? Can we hook, hook him up with a new battery? Yeah. Also, the bottle itself is getting a little beat up. Maybe we can get a little refurbish on here. Huh? How many colors are there? I think there's three. Three colors. I think uh, my, you, my wife. You stroking your thing. I'm right? trying to clean it off a little bit. <laughs> what is this? You, you getting nervous over there? <laughs> uh, I've got we've the black. Had, we've entered suitable for work. <laughs> our, the, our work, at least. Got the black. My wife's got a light blue one. Um, I think there's also... A white. I think there's three colors. All right. Well, all I know is hydrate.com. You know, not a sponsor yet. Don't don't go buy anything from hydrate.com until they talk to us. Yeah. Because we might be able to get. Maybe we can get a little promo code going. You know, I mean, hook it up a little bit, free shipping, something like that. Ah. Uh-huh. So Promote you that hydrate. So you got. God, I'm I'm a magic marketer. Okay, what you said zero oh, and you okay, said a hundred zero thirty two. Said thirty two. <laughs> One now. Nate, Nate just joined us. He said, "Trying this in the same house as the four-year-old, probably not going to go well. Not the not with me stroking the water bottle over here." <laughs> <laughs> well, it's got to learn about it sometime. Uh, um, 128, because I, you know, I learned that that was a gallon, right? 128, yeah. Okay, I thought I was wrong for a second, and you were freaking me out. Uh, 90 ounces. Why? I don't know. I don't know. And then 105. Just seemed like a good number. Nice. 15, 15 ounces at a time. I don't know. Something like that. See, you Time know what? seven. I, yeah. Seven. You know what I. Seven servings of 15. Can't do like with that is I'm not a. I don't pace out my water drinking. I don't either. I just chug. That's how I am too. That's all I do. Yeah. It's like so slam one. Well, and then what you're doing, the, the problem is I fall so far behind during the day because I'm. Saying I'm too busy is kind of a cop out, but you forget about drinking while you're working, and then yeah. all of a sudden you're like, you're tracking your, you're way behind your circle because there's a, like a circle of your goal, and then it like shows you this is where you should be right now, and you're way behind in your pie chart, and so then at the end of the night you're slamming a bottle and a half, and then what? Now I got I got to go to bed, and I got to get up and take. Three peas in the middle of the night. Exactly. Because I just slammed a bottle and a half. Yeah. You know what's so. tough, though? Masks. Yeah, it's hard. It's an to, obstacle. Yeah. You know? Okay. That's really funny that you say that because I'm going to just tell a story real quick. Okay. We're going to get sidetracked here. All right. Get sidetracked. So we had we were at home this weekend. And part of the responsibilities of being a home athletic trainer at the college setting is at the end of the third and the sixth inning, you're supposed to unwritten rule here, take water to the umpires. So oh. our, our job during the college setting during the college game is, Hey, make sure that they're getting water. Yeah. So I take my little glass of my little eight ounce cup of, you know, water out to the umpire and he's got his mask on because they're supposed to wear masks this year. Like he pulls it up. So his mask is just, Above his mouth, below his <laughs> nose, right? But now it's bunched up, and so because it's bunched up, it's it's protruding out, and he's trying to drink his glass of water, and the and his mask keeps dipping in his water as he's lifting it. It was just a shit show. Just I was like, dude, just off. take it off and drink the water. I'm like, I'm already vaccinated. I don't care what you do. But he was trying. I think he was trying to be polite, and he didn't know. He was just awkward. I was. 
I, every time I just I chuckle. It was was funny to me. I That's hilarious. Like I was like, dude. Well, it's is again, this the first time you've drank all year? Off. Yeah, right. You, everybody's forgotten how. Like, wait, what? Do, I can't move my mask and do. Wait, what am I supposed to do? Um, but there's somebody within ten feet of me. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Yeah, just take off the mask. Take a drink of water. <sighs> Everything's fine. Breathe. We'll be okay. Actually, you know what? We're also outside. Yeah. Just take it off. <laughs> you want me to back up? I'll back up. Yeah. I'll, spr- I'll, I'll just yeah. We're good here. Throw the water. Just throw at it you. at your face. Oh, that was another non-suitable for work thing. Throw it at their face. Uh, okay. Yeah, so top this, five, baby. This was absolutely 119 episodes in minus a couple episodes that we didn't do this segment. The yeah. closest top five we've ever had. Okay. It, it, this is incredible. So we had a one, two, three, four, five-way tie. Okay. For third place. Okay. Six answers apiece. Then we had a seven answers, and then we had an eight. So all your top, what is that? One, two, three, four, five, <laughs> six, seven. Your top seven responses were all within two. Okay. Give um, it to us. Okay. In third place, six responses apiece. Too little. Not enough water to count. Too little. Too so little zero. water. Okay. 20 ounces of water. 20. 64 20. ounces. 64. 60 ounces. 60. And 100 ounces of water. That's a big all of, that's a big range. Yeah, basically range. 20 to 100 and then people who just aren't tracking. How much water am I supposed to drink? How much water am I supposed to drink? Um, I'll tell you what. My so I put in like my my body weight, yeah. age Moderate activity because at the time I was moderate activity and I was supposed, my goal was 105 ounces oh. a day, which I think is a lot. Now, my wife, she's in like the low 80s. Yeah, she's tinier than you are. Yeah. And so that was, her, so I would say for any normal adult, 100 to 110, 120 ounces, and you fall somewhere in there, that's probably normal. Okay. I'll tell you what. That one extra bottle a day was tough. <laughs> um, okay, in second place, uh-huh. seven people said 16 ounces of water a day. That's it. One plastic bottle. It one pint. One, one pint. P- one pint. One pint of water. Um, and then in first place, you said this one. Eight yeah. people said 32 ounces, so two pints. Two pints. Half a quart. Two pints. Isn't it four? Isn't it amazing that like? Isn't it four pints to a quart? Uh, sure. Four then, pints to a quart. Four quarts. Four to quarts a, to a gallon. A gallon, maybe. No. Yeah. Not at all. All right. How about this? No, it's four cups to a quart. Two two pints to a two pints to a quart. Maybe. Uh, you lost me. And then four and then four quarts to a gallon. Why can't the whole damn world just use one? We got Fahrenheit, we got Celsius, we got cups, milliliters? we got metrics, we you wanna, got... You mil- wanna, wanna oh, work my in, God. It's so silly. Yeah, we need to work in liters. <laughs> liters, liter hosens. <laughs> liters. Okay, so how about this? This person has no idea how much water they really drink. Okay. Um, they said a few gallons. A few <laughs> gallons. A few they, gallons. If you drink a few gallons... You are not sleeping ever. 
a few gallons of water. You're spending your entire life in the restroom. Holy crap. And your bladder has now since ruptured. Can you rupture it? I don't know. Maybe if you drink three gallons of water yeah. a day, that's unhealthy. Talk about the the reverse of everything you should be doing. Wow, that's definitely way too much. Holy cow. Uh-oh, Hannah's got some knowledge for us. Read it. Give it to us. I just always tell my high schoolers, half your body weight in ounces. It's better than half point five of a bottle they drink a day and think it's enough. A liter of cola? Um, I think that's great advice there, Hannah. Because if I drank, yeah, I'd be like 85. I'm like 170. About 85 ounces a day. I'd be fine, right? What do you weigh right now? What you pushing? 185. 185? Wow. Dylan says, what's water? (laughs) That's some high-quality H2O. A lot of people voting for Bobby Boucher in the first round. Kiss my ass. I mean. (laughs) Water, boys. Fucking H2O. Gatorade. Water sucks. Gatorade. Um, (laughs) You want to talk about water anymore? Nope. No? Okay. I mean, do you got anything else on that? I mean, I don't, I don't think so. I, I think it's the moral of the story is just make sure that you as an athletic trainer are taking care of yourself and it's important that you stay hydrated as well. I'm not going to lie. I mean, clearly. Totally JC. Like, JC, I drank three gallons in a day. I had to go to the bathroom 45 times that day. That is. Dude, Jonathan Scott. Come on, no. Incredible. Um, <laughs> Nate's just going off. Just He's just going straight super troopers. He's not talking and he, <laughs> he's not going to like say anything other than movie quotes from super troopers this entire time. Good. Farva. Right now. Um, I love that movie. The second one was decent. First one was much better. Uh, what do you want to do now? Uh, this one. Which one are we doing? We're going to play the Pepto game tonight. Pepto. F, Pepto. Mary kill. All right. Wait. I forgot the lyrics already. Can you, do you remember them? No, that's oh. you. Nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, stomach, diarrhea. diarrhea. <laughs> so we're going to, for all the athletic trainers out there, sometimes you just don't feel good. Yeah. And so we picked three of these said symptoms of what Pepto might help you with. And we're going to F1, marry one, kill one between nausea, nausea, nauseous, uh, diarrhea, and heartburn. Heartburn. So if you're on the live stream, let us know F1, marry one, kill one, diarrhea, nausea, heartburn. Nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. It's also just a very easy way to remember it when your athlete comes to you and says, hey, I have some nausea. <laughs> I am nauseous. Okay, first off, I, got, I might kill that because I don't know how to spell it. Dude. N- nausea you know is I, like one of the hardest words for me to spell. I always forget how to spell diarrhea. I always forget it. Is it the, there's two R's in it. Two H's. Is it two H's? Two no, R's? I'm just kidding. Like, I, exactly. I don't know, man. It's weird. I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like it. Um, go for it. I want you to go start. I'll go first. Okay. Because I can't spell it. Oh boy. All right. Anyways, uh, I'm going to start with the marriage this week. Something that I can just do long-term. Oh, jump right can, into marriage. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't want to try anything out. Let's just do this thing. Okay. Give me heartburn. 
Okay. I don't honestly know if I've ever experienced it yet. Never had heartburn? I don't I don't know. Okay. Maybe once. You ever I, had, have you ever had burning in your like esophagus from like eating spicy foods or anything like that? Too this, salty of food. Can it last or? like ten seconds and go away? Sometimes, yeah. Okay, then I think I've had it once. Okay. Just once, huh? I think so. So you're gonna marry it? Just because you've had it once? Well, I think I could deal you, with you it fell, all. You fell in love that quick with it. You just, you're going to fall love, in love once. Love at boom, first burn. Once, bam. I'm iron ash shit. <laughs> all right. Cool. I just think I could work all day with it and be like, all right, this sucks, but it's not going to like really bother me. Okay. All right. Uh, is that fair to say I think you can get along with it the best? All right. So you went, you went from, you, you experienced it once and then you fell in love with it. So now you're going to marry it, but you can probably get along with it. You, you could deal with it the easiest. I think so. Okay. Um, so then, oh, diarrhea and nausea. Um, <laughs> I don't know. They're both, I, I'm a pretty flatulent person, so having diarrhea might be a super dangerous proposition for everyone involved. Um, you probably ruin if you have if you have diarrhea as an athletic trainer. Maybe people won't notice because of the khaki. You might, or maybe you ruin the hiking pants. Yeah, maybe that's you. What, that's, I, what, that's what our our friend Hannah just said. Imagine running out to the field and you know just a little shitting a just little, little bit, just a little coming out each time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> tell me, I'm lying. You're not lying. You're not lying. It sometimes it sucks. Um, but nausea sucks too. Nausea sucks. Ed said, Ed said, I hate being nauseous. You never know what's going to happen. The feeling like you're going to throw up, is it worse than actually throwing up? I think so. Yes. Like when you throw up. Relief. <laughs> the throat burns a little bit for like 10 seconds until you can get some water or whatever. <laughs> your eyeballs pop a little bit. Your eyes are strained. <laughs> but give it 15 seconds and it probably right. goes away. Yeah. So maybe I have to F with the nausea okay, and kill the, the Rhea, but I, I can't spell, I can't spell nausea. So maybe I have to kill it for the spelling. I don't know. I'm, I'm a little torn. Uh, I'm a flip a coin on this one. Okay. Um, all right. Realistically, I'm going to kill diarrhea. All right. No, I'm not. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm not, I, I take it back. I've had enough diarrhea in my life. I think I can, I think I can make it work. I think I can, you know what? Let's think about the, the, let's think about the pros here. If I can step away for athletes every couple minutes, cause I got the shits. Yeah. You know what? Sorry guys. I gotta go again. I'll, I'll tell them straight up. Look, I got, I gotta go. I gotta go to the bathroom. I got some diarrhea. Take care of yourselves. I'll be back in five. So I'm gonna look at the bright side of the of the Rhea, and I'll 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 f with it and I'll kill the nausea. Okay. Final answer. All what do right. you got? I want to be different than you. I want to be different. <laughs> you, you don't want to be different. Okay. I I can't stand being nauseous because when I when I'm nauseous, like well, okay. When was the last time you threw up? Uh, two years ago, I had the flu over Christmas. I remember that. Yeah. That was the last time. And, and then we ended up playing Catan later. Yeah. 
It was that weekend. We played like oh, seven games sure. at Catan that weekend because it was like an Arctic yeah. blast. Yep. Yeah. Um, I don't throw up. Like, for as many adult beverages I've had in my life, I've only thrown up like once or twice from that. Pat remembers one really bad one. Badge of honor. Um, I will say I don't throw up often from being sick, but I think it's because when I get nauseous, I don't, I never like get to that next level. And that's why I hate it so much. And then I also, you know, you get like real hot, you know, when you get nauseous, like, and it's I like, I get like a little watery like, mouth, uh, like a watery mouth. I can't, I, where I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. Like you just start salivating for no reason. And you're like, oh, something bad's about to happen. Yeah. Well, and those, I mean, those waves that you get with it. Yeah. If you're like in the middle of a treatment and that wave hits you, it is, oh my. Like now, same thing with diarrhea, right? I mean, it's, it's kind of like both of them send you into this like, oh, but for me, diarrhea Anytime I've had diarrhea in my life, when I've been sick, it hasn't been the diarrhea, the symptoms of like diarrhea, other than the act of diarrhea, aren't as intense as being nauseous, right? At least to me. So I think I have to kill being nauseous. Yes. And I think I have to F diarrhea because, let's be honest, I, I mean, well, Dylan says he's, he has diarrhea like 90% of the time. Can you read so, his last comment on? I'm putting it up. It's just too good. Read, read it all uh, As a female, it's not as easy to be like, hey, my dude's currently <laughs> shitting my pants. <laughs> got the, got the PGs tonight. <laughs> BRB. <laughs> People judge girls for pooping. Well, you know what? This is a judgment-free zone, and that's why Hannah shared that. <laughs> I'm crying. I'm crying. I don't know. I'm crying. I'm, oh, that's too funny. I just, hey, my dudes. Hey, my dudes. I got, <laughs> hey, wait, my dudes. Hey, my dudes currently uh, shit my pants. Got the BGs tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Can I, I don't know what BGs is. No, I don't know either. What is I BGs? Don't... I got the BGs. Got the BGs tonight. Got the BGs. I'm, why am I bl- Bowling I Green? Bowling Green University. That's because girls don't poop, Hannah. <laughs> girls don't poop, right? Girls don't fart either. Oh um, shit! Someone explain. They do, and I'll, I'm gonna to let us. I'm gonna let you know. If you are a single man right now, the moment you get with your significant other, or you would you want somebody to be in your life a little bit longer, just tell them it's okay to fart around you. Everything will be fine. Eventually, you won't care. At first, yeah, oh. Gosh, my girlfriend's farts pretty bad. Eventually, you won't care. They're gonna say you're gonna save a lot of headaches later in life of being like, "Oh, like what's wrong with you? Like why is your stomach hurt? Why is your stomach hurt?" That's because your girlfriend always had to fart in front of you. Just let her fart. Uh, Bubble guts. Oh, thank you, Hannah. Bubble gut. I got the Bee Gees. <laughs> I, see, I was thinking of like the band Bee Gees. The Bee Gees, like yeah, old like, school. Yeah. Staying uh, alive. No, that's not. Is that the Bee Gees? Staying uh, alive. I, don't, I think that's the Bee Gees. I don't know. Oh, God. That was funny. That was... Yeah, that's the BGs. So we agree, and it looks like I'm going back yeah, to the gonna comments. Yeah, and I'm going to have to marry... I'm going to marry Heartburn because I also think it's the most treatable. Like... Well, you can't use the Pepto. Well, you can't... But I'm saying, like... Yeah. Of all of them, like, that's the one that I can kind of... Even if you just... If you have Heartburn and then you 
you eat something that is a little bland, like it, yeah, it knocks it down. So going back through the comments, most people agree with us. Mary Harper and kill diarrhea. Mary Harper and f nausea, kill diarrhea. <laughs> Killing nausea, effing diarrhea. Mary. So it's it's almost unanimous, but still fun. Oh man, <sighs> that's too funny. Thank you for that. Agreed. Uh, where are we going? Let's go. Let's go. Know. Let's go. Friend or foe here. Friend or foe. Uh, I I cannot. Hopefully, the people that were on that listened to this next week. Can you just think? 120 episodes, and we're we're just talking about diarrhea. Did you ever think we would be doing this? Yeah, talking yeah. about diarrhea <laughs> into two microphones. Not diarrhea. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know if we'd ever venture into the diarrhea zone. I definitely didn't know if we'd venture into the the differences between men and women and having diarrhea. Oh, God! This why we do this. Okay, what are we doing? Uh, friend, friend or foe? foe? <coughs> working a sport you like. So you like it's your favorite sport. Do you want to work it as an athletic trainer? No. Friend or foe? My first instinct is foe, because you're going to learn to hate it. That's what I've how always much, said. How much do you love baseball now? Way less than I used to. Yeah. See now, and I and I enjoy baseball more than I used to, because I worked in it. You're saying now that you're not working it? Nope. Meaning like, before I got into baseball as an athletic trainer, I didn't. I I could take it or leave it. I was I was your typical. Yeah, I know all the. I know all the top. Players, I know the local guys. I, I mean, I know the people that were on the Brewers. Like, was a you know a sports kid, so I I knew you know like oh who won the home run derby that year or whatever like that. Yeah, but I didn't like baseball. Like I like I loved basketball growing up. Um, but now I enjoy baseball more because of how much I know about it. That doesn't mean I sit down and watch baseball games all the time because I don't. But I do enjoy it more, but yet I didn't necessarily love it before. If I were the athletic trainer for a track and field team, that which is like that's my, your thing. my sport, that's mm-hmm. what I love. I mean, like, that's what I can geek out on for a little while. Um, that'd be tough because I, I would hate to, like, end up hating track and field because of, working so much or the, you know, God forbid I had a, a bad team that was like just full of not fun athletes. Yeah. I don't know. So we got the, we got the, the votes up here from our social media, Canyon underscore ATC on the Twitter, 186 votes. We put this up like, honestly, like four hours ago, 95% of you say friend. Ed says, I have found out that I am less interested in the sports I cover outside of my team the more I have been in the game. Dylan says, I feel like the more you like the sport you're working, you have a better understanding of the demands of the sport, which can help in functional rehab, return to play, decisions, etc. So he's saying friend. Zach said friend. Um, somebody and maybe, else. There's a, maybe there's a difference between like what sport did you like to play or what sport do you like to play versus... Or, like, you grew up playing versus, like, which sport you just love. Like, I mean, I wasn't a I wasn't an elite basketball player, but yeah, I loved basketball as a kid. So, I don't know. So, Megan, she said, I love this question, and I want to hear your thoughts. Here are mine. Working a sport 
I love makes me incredibly happy to show up for my job every day. However, it does have one downside. It doesn't always force me outside my comfort zone when it comes to my patient care. Being the AT for track and field cross country bring me all the joy and nostalgia that comes with being a former athlete, but being as familiar as I am with the sport, I am comfortable with nearly every injury it throws at me, and I tend to stick to my devices, especially working busy high school setting. I tend to shy away from the unfamiliar baseball. I'm looking at you, bro. There are parts of my patient care that are lacking big time, but I've been out of school for so long, sometimes it feels overwhelming to go back to the basics. And I will just stop there. But that was, that was a thorough answer, Megan. So thank you, Megan. Thanks, Megan. You, I mean, a little bit of the same thing. Like you know, you know what you know, and you know what you like, and being good at it probably gives you pleasure in being good at it. Yeah, that's what she said. Yeah. Um, I I still I still for me it my experience has been. Uh, I'm I'm in the minority here, but like baseball has not become fun. It's become elbows and shoulders and hips and thoracic mobility. That's yeah. what it's become. It's not been, ah, gosh, I don't know. And see, and I think that's what I found fun about it but, was that I could take any knowledge that I had. I didn't have but to. But it wasn't your favorite sport when you started working it. Right, correct. That's why. Correct. That's why. Um, I will say, I mean, it just athletic training. We've talked about it. Being a fan, mm-hmm. right, of a sport or a team is much different than being the, oh, that I, sports athletic trainer, right? Hannah, so, Hannah, you want to see how many unread emails I have yet today? Sorry, <laughs> just quick, just quick. Let her know. Um, three thirteen, Hannah. There you go. Out of way. I think. Ah. <sighs> I think if you can say that it's a friend to work a sport that you love um, or a sport that you like, a sport that you love, I mean, that, and that's the other thing, too. I like a lot of sports. Right? Right? That's why we do this. Right. I think that is, it draws me to this profession. Um, I don't know if liking a specific sport more would have made me better or more interested in being an athletic trainer in that sport. It's so taking like taking the reverse like thought process on this. If I like the sport, am I a better athletic trainer at it? Am I more interested in being an athletic trainer for that sport? To me, no, but I do think athletic training can go one of two ways. It can kind of tarnish some stuff for that sport for you, or it can give you a much better, better appreciation for that sport. I think there are plenty of people out there that love baseball. Then they work baseball and it's validating of how much they love baseball. Then I think we're a little bit in the minority in that we would, we fear losing the little spark that you have for that sport. Yeah. Like you don't, you don't like, you don't want to go to a, a professional baseball game anymore. Never. Yeah. Like it's no. just it's just kind of like, yep. I watch baseball all the time. Why why would I go to another one? Yeah. Now on the on the other side, when I was working at the college, I got thrown into soccer, and I knew nothing about soccer. And now I have a, a better appreciation for it because right. I learned through athletic training. So, 
I I'm I'm saying faux because I would rather be in my head if you put in front of me like a top division one track and field athletic training job and you gave me like soccer like whether it's top at like apples to apples um I'm taking the soccer I think I just think I, I just from a standpoint of I think I want I would want the challenge. I would want to experience, learn about a sport that I don't really know that much about. Um, and I, I think there's valid points of if I know the sport and I've played the sport, I can, I can understand the demands of the game more. But I'm sorry. Like, I played high school football. If I'm the Division One, like, athletic trainer for, you know, University of Wisconsin... I didn't play that football. Like I also didn't, I ran division one track, but I didn't run division one, like Oregon, like, yeah. Or like the sec, like I didn't run that track. I I promise you that. Um, Same thing with baseball. Like we've all played catch, but have you played catch with a professional athlete? No. Like there is, there's a big difference in the level. And then Thinking of the high school kids, you're covering all of the sports, right? So, to me, I would, I'd be frustrated as an athletic trainer in a high school setting covering a track meet because I would want to go coach it because I used to do that, and it was like that was my sport, and I want, I want to like make people better at it. But hold, hold that thought for a, a segment or two. <laughs> sure, right? Yeah. But at the same time, I would love to like cover a high school basketball team i think it would be great like i I, it's a fun game to watch high school i love high school basketball actually i think it's really fun even you know the lower levels are still fun to me and maybe because i never invested myself other than just playing it a little bit and you know whatever i don't know but i'm going foe i'm going foe i'm going foe yeah well i think we're in the minority, which is okay. And it's I think okay. maybe it's because a lot of people, like Hannah just said on the live stream here, when you were working at the high school, you work all the sports, so you don't only do one over and over and over and over and over and over again. You get you get to diversify a little bit. So yeah. maybe it makes it so when that sport comes around again, hey, this is fun, this is great, I get to do this because... Whatever. Yeah. Where it, it's like if you gave me to go back to uh, lemon meringue pie, you know, if, if I had lemon meringue pie right now, I would love it. But if you made me eat lemon meringue pie with every meal for the next week, by the end of the week, I don't want lemon meringue pie anymore. It's, it's a very valid point. It's a very valid point. And I think if you are lucky enough to work if you are lucky enough to be in a sport, one sport, you're at you're at the collegiate level or you're at the professional level. Pros and, and cons, you, man. And you don't get sick of it. Um, good for you. To a certain degree, like I mean, definitely good for you. I think Dylan, um, you know, relating to your athletes, like he, you know, he, Dylan says, there's no chance he could relate to a swimmer or a quarterback right now. The only thing I would challenge you, Dylan, on that is. I think I think it's a good point, but yeah, I think it's a great I think it's a great point. I don't think you can, I I don't think Dylan could walk into a, a swimming athletic training 
environment and day one be like kick-ass athletic trainer. Three months from now. But I do think all of the knowledge you have from working with high-level athletes in hockey could transfer to certain things in swimming or transfer to a quarterback. I think we forget how much athletics, like in sports, I could I could walk in and treat tennis athletes, right? Yeah. Like I could walk in swimmers, a quarterback. I mean, like if we just remember that like athletes are athletes and we can, all we have to do is try to like get them to be athletes again when they do get injured or keep them being athletes. We simplify a lot of things, but we can get them to where they need to be no matter what sport it is. If we break down the body, like the body's the body. And that's where I I have this conversation with my patients all the time because 95% of my patients aren't high-level athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm throwing the high school kids and stuff like in this general 95% as well. Um, it's getting, you, you need to understand how your body works and we need, we do understand how the body works and how it's supposed to move and how it's supposed to move efficiently. So you don't get injured. The little nuances, those come and they, they like, that's the little conversations that you can have over the course of the season or weeks or whatever it is that you learn more about like, well, but as a quarterback, I need X, Y, or Z where a goalie doesn't need that. And vice versa. But you're telling me that, like, athletic trainers that work with, you know, offensive linemen, defensive linemen wouldn't be able to walk in and work with hockey hockey athletes? They totally can't, right? I mean, it's there is, there is cross-contamination, rejuvenation, sure. whatever. I mean, in all sports. And we just have to break things down as how the body moves and not necessarily how – let's pre, let's not – sit around thinking that all these athletes are so much different than each other, you know? For the most part, not. I think, you know, um, God, how much could a professional golfer learn from an athletic trainer that works with hockey all the time? It's all hips, baby, right? Like, hips, hips, hips. It's all in the hips. Like, come on. Like, it's all true. These hips don't lie. Shakira. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, that's just a mirror. It's just a mirror, Ed. Next topic? He thought there were people behind us. I saw. I saw. <laughs> I wanted to, yeah. Uh, okay, well, why so. Why didn't you warn us, Ed? What if they were coming to try to kill us? Reet, reet, reet. Oh, my. <laughs> All right, here we go. We got one more. Oh, here we go. Oh, is that who you're going with? I don't know. All right, so. It's out in theaters now. It is. It's big. It's King Kong. It's Godzilla. Mano y mano. Mano y mano. Let's talk about them. Who would make a better athletic trainer? What do you got? Where are you starting? All right. Well, so Godzilla. All right. They're both huge, right? I mean, like, we got to take that out of the equation. They're both huge, massive things. So they, one... Maybe it plays in their fact, like they can step over the entire football field and get to the get to the kid faster than everybody else. Um, but Godzilla, first thing, his like thermal heat seeking breath, like 
I don't know, laser breath, whatever it is. Um, he breathes fire. He's like a dragon. <clears throat> he's like a dragon. He's kind of. He's not so really I'm, a dragon, but I'm. He's not. He's not really a dragon. He's not really a dinosaur. He's not. Really, I mean, he's, a, he's not like a, a hybrid. Lit. Yeah, he's. He was. He's a creature from a different, you know, basically world, um, that was dormant forever, and then we woke him up with nuclear bombs. And then he wanted to attack Japan. Um, so what do you what do you say about his breath? If he could learn to control that, I think. I mean, we're talking thermotherapy, right? We're talking, we can, he can create uh, thermotherapy. We could cauterize things. Um, Toasty. You, you know what? Football athletic trainer. It's cold outside. Yeah, light some stuff on fire. Keep everybody nice and toasty, right? I think, if, but he's got to learn to control it. It's a little out. It's a little out of control. It's a little intense on the level of. You know, fire coming out of mouths. I think he just tries to destroy a lot of things with it. Yeah. But maybe if he could, like, you know, a little, like, a little whistle, you know, he could do some good with it. He's also, at times, been shown to have, like, laser eyes. Mm. So, if he can, if he can use the combination of the fire breath, laser eyes. What's he got on the Snell and I chart here? I don't know. I'm assuming 2020. I okay. don't know. Um, he's got little arms, though, doesn't he? So he's got little arms. Very little arms. No, well, can't really reach. He's got, he doesn't have T-Rex arms. Okay. But he's got, like, raptor arms, I'd give him. You know? It's going to be tough. Tougher. He can't, he can't go quadruped, I don't think. If he goes quadruped, his head's in the ground. Well, how often, as athletic trainers, are we going quadruped other than demonstration? Uh, I mean, well, I'm I'm thinking like if you gotta stabilize somebody like on the ground, stabilize C spine or something. He's gonna suck at C spine. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. maybe not. Maybe that's as far as he can go to, and it's just like perfect, like easier to hold. Right. I don't know, man. He would have to be on his belly. He'd probably have to be on his belly. What's the tail? Does the tail give him any advantage? Um, rehab. Rehab. How so? Jump. Jump <laughs> jump over my tail. Jump over my tail. Oh my gosh. Um I mean they're both grumpy. They're both very intense. Yeah, Ed Ed asked how how's the bedside manner? They're both really intense. They're well, both but, killers. I don't know, but Kong has moments of he's got a soft side. So he like as the primate, I feel like he's gonna be a little bit more advanced. Intellectually, yeah, just thinking that primates are the most advanced well species of animal other than human. There's also, I mean, I did a little research on yeah, you're way our, more our god, our Godzilla. Um, he apparently has like a sense of like danger. He has a little bit of a spidey sense. Okay, um, he's not. He can't communicate, which is tough. And it's not not that Kong can communicate, but at at least as easy as like talking, but you know maybe signing something or can gesture a little bit easier than Godzilla. I think there's um, Scott just made some good points about King Kong here. Godzilla is also um, he has like some sort of like shield, like he 
Godzilla does? Yeah, Godzilla. Like the only way, like you, Captain America. No, more like uh, Shield. He's he's very hard to destroy. He's indestructible unless you like blew him up with an atom bomb or, or like King, or King bomb. Kong, or you threw King Kong at him. I guess. Um, there's something there. I don't know. Maybe he could develop off of his own abilities to be sure impenetrable that maybe could survive injuries better. I don't, I don't know. Scott says Kong is able to use tools, can empathize strong enough, oh, strong as F yeah, to carry water AF. coolers, and he doesn't get intimidated by coaches or ADs. Although I don't think I, either would get I intimidated. I don't think either would. But I do agree that Godzilla might be a little bit scarier. They're all very, they're both very old. Yep. I think King, I think Kong would be a little scarier from the standpoint of kind of that silent deadliness to him. Like, and then random, all of a sudden he just roars like crazy and pounds his chest. And then the coaches are like, yeah, no problem. We're ending practice. We're ending practice. I feel like as we drift in our profession towards teaching movement patterns, you got to give the edge to, to King Kong. He's going to be able to show, you know, you and I have both looked at animal flow as part of a treatment slash therapeutic exercise program yeah. that would have a lot of benefit. I think Kong could do that. There's no, there's no Godzilla pose in the animal flow. There's no Godzilla flow? Godzilla flow. <laughs> no Godzilla flow. Everyone wave your little arms. Oh, that Godzilla. So I'm going Kong. Basically, I mean, just because I feel Kong. like the movements are crisper. And, yeah, I and think, you just I the, think the arm the arm length. To so me, that's it, all I got. Number one, I think it's just the empathy. It's just it is Scott hit Jonathan Scott hit it on the on the head. And that like he has that ability to be caring all of a sudden when most of the time he needs to be an asshole because everybody's Effing with his world. Get yeah. out of my world. What are you guys doing? I was being all peaceful around here, and then you guys start messing around. Who cares if I'm a 100-foot gorilla? Man, that would be intimidating. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I really like that movie, by the way. I didn't see the new one. Oh, okay. I was going to say the new one. Skull Island is really good. Was I it? Lo- I thought it was awesome. I have not seen it. Super entertaining. I mean, it's not going to win an Academy Award, but... I, at this point, why would you want to win, win an Academy Award? Was The Rock in that? No. So Wasn't he um, in something with some giant animals just recently? Yeah, it's called like Rampage or something. Oh, yeah. And it is, the, it is the video game? Oh, I don't know that. That's a video game? I didn't know that. I have no idea. It is like a giant gorilla-looking thing. You don't remember the 1980s video game Rampage? No. The whole point was the... They would just beat out, like, break down buildings. No, I don't remember that. Oh, it's like an 80s arca- arcade An game. arcade game? Yeah. I don't remember that at all. Oh. Interesting. Well, I mean, I... Retro. I didn't get to an arcade probably until 89, 90. Mm. So, and I was born in 85. That's so. true. That's true. That's true. All right. Well, let's uh, let's do this. Let's hit, uh, hit up our feature topic here. Okay. Look at the movement patterns going on right now. Doing some shoulder stuff. 
so next week, this will be brought to you by somebody, but this week is brought to you by us. <laughs> <laughs> brought to you by Kevin, Kevin and, and Chad. And courtesy of, this was a request by one of our listeners, not necessarily one of our members, but somebody requested this, right? Did I send this I think to so. You? Yeah, you sent it. To, yeah, I think it was, this was like a, somebody DM'd you. Somebody, somebody jumped into those DMs and asked us, hey, you know. Can you talk about this and what's your number? I'm trying to. F- there, there's our text conversation. So I think um, the overall question was trying to find out. Oh, here it is, Jesus, oh. Jesus Chavez. Oh, so thank you, Jesus Chavez, for listening. And this is what you asked. You, uh, he just sent us a message on Instagram, and he wants to know what makes it from a preceptor. Perspective, what makes a good athletic training student? What makes a good athletic training student? Is it Jesus or is it Jesus? Do you know? Yep. <laughs> so, J-Man. Um, Jesus, Jesus. I think it is. I, I feel like it's uh, when acceptable I hear it, when I for see both, it, right? I just think what goes, what comes into my mind is Jesus Shuttlesworth from He Got Game. Yeah. So that's that's what the, that's where I my default is is he the is Ray Allen. I just like pronouncing people's names correctly. That's all. Because okay. I have a weird name and people pronounce it wrong sometimes. Yeah. Um, so I value when somebody says, oh, how do you pronounce your name again? Anywho, it doesn't matter. J-Man, Jesus, Jesus, I'm sure you're not offended by anything. Um, what makes a good athletic training student from the preceptor, CI, ACI, whatever you're getting called? Um, it's a tough... It's a loaded question to mm-hmm. me. I think it depends on your setting is a is a big one. Um, I can give you from my my experience, and maybe some of my former interns are listening right now. But my interns that did the best and learned the most were the ones that could separate one fandom from being an athletic trainer right now because I worked in professional baseball, so that was tough for some people. Number two, having really, really thick skin. So you're here to learn things. You are also going to be tested on whether or not you can handle being anything, everything from you're way overtired to... Can you be responsible to, um, can somebody point out your biggest flaw that maybe you're very insecure about it and can you move on from it? Um, Can you come to work every day with a humility and a little bit of um, swagger that will lead you to success in some shape or fashion. Whenever I challenged my athletic training students, my interns for that, um, I think one of the hardest things for them was to let everything boil up inside that maybe they wanted to say and then never say it out loud and never have a moment of breaking down, never have a moment of, 
I don't know what the fuck I'm doing or never having a moment of like, um, no, I don't like, I'm not the most confident person in the world. And so therefore like I'm having, I'm having a hard time or yeah, this is, this has been a lot of work and I'm trying to just learn how to be a better athletic trainer. And this is really tough. And yet I'm trying to manage all of these other things. Um, athletic training students have a really hard job. They are moving at a hundred miles an hour, but yet they can't do anything yet. They can't be the ones that are like being super impactful. So, Oh, it's tough. Yeah. You could, you could go on the, the laundry list of what not to do is really can be extremely long, longer than the, what you are doing right list. I feel like, Yep. So to me, I, bo- I tried to boil it down to, I think the number one quality of a good athletic training student, to me, one word, initiative. Be there. Like, you have to take initiative. This is your education. If yeah. you are there expecting us to just drag your ass through all the knowledge that you're supposed to learn, yeah, it's, it's not going to work. Yeah, and I don't really care. You have to take the initiative to say, this is my education. This is what I want to get out of this experience. Yeah. Because you can can do as much or as little. And coming from this, maybe this is a bad perspective. Um, Your ACI, your instructor, your whatever, their primary job is not to teach you, unfortunately. Their primary job is to take care of the athletes. They are teaching you as a secondary role. So regardless of what you want to get out of your educational experience, your clinical instructor, they're going to take care of the athlete. So you can either help or not help. And that educational piece is on you to to, to get what you want out of it. But... I'm still, I still have to take care of the athlete so you can help with it or not. So I think the ones, the students that I have seen with the, the best track record are the ones that are willing to say, look, I want to, I want to get that experience. I want to jump in. Let me help. I would also, um, having, so that, that athletic training student that has the initiative to not only jump in and help, but jump in and try to learn why you were doing what you were doing. Um, and I think there's a time and place for that. And that's, I've had, I've had athletic training. Like this is, I guess a little like when you are an athletic training student, you don't have to know everything and accomplish everything and be a master at something in this very moment. Some of my athletic training students, interns that are now kick-ass athletic trainers were not necessarily really great athletic trainers when they're or like at great athletic training students like meaning their skills or their they didn't necessarily just they weren't good at everything that they did they were the ones that um took the time to figure out why well here's the newsflash there are athletic trainers myself included you're not going to be good at everything. Mm-hmm. You may be really good at wound care, but really s- struggle in uh, 
I don't know, shoulder evaluations. Or you might be really good at rehab of certain body parts, but really struggle with gen med. There's so much information. You're not going to, you're, you're just going to have pros. And, you're going to have strengths and weaknesses just like everyone else so, as a student or as a certified. So Hannah had a bad experience when she was still yep. a student where her but it looked head like, AT yeah. like didn't like her asking questions. I, I mean, I think there's I, most athletic training students um, are told, hey, if you have a question, let's just wait until maybe we're not around the athletes, so forth, so forth. I mean, like, because sometimes the answer to the question or the question might be inappropriate at the time. But that sucks, Hannah, that, like, somebody would be like, dude, if you're, if you're just going to keep asking me questions, I don't know why you're here. Yeah. I think there is... Athletic training needs to be an education first profession, right? In in all aspects, we need to educate ourselves. We need to educate our athletes, our patients, and then we need to educate our students coming next, so that when that athletic training student is now the head AT at whatever college you were at, Hannah, like you know, maybe like maybe that head AT would have led you to being better than they are because you are, I'm sure already, but they would have left the profession in a better space. And so, I mean, ask questions, ask questions, ask questions. But what I would encourage athletic training, training students to the questions you ask um, should be more geared towards like, um, you know, why, like, so why did you prefer to do this method versus this method? Um, I would love to know more about it. Make, always make the questions, not so that you can answer something on a test. Make make the questions so that you can understand things. And I, honestly, everybody used that in their daily life. When you ask somebody a question, ask to understand. Don't ask for an answer. Um, well, and I think I think you bring up a really good point there. And I think the reason why it makes so much sense to me is knowing that there is so much gray area in athletic training, and that. You just read Nate's comment, didn't you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, knowing that Kevin's going to do something a little bit differently than I do, and you may have a uh, clinical experience at a high school and then go to a college, and then they're going to do two way different things for the same injury or the, uh, a similar situation, but for two different reasons. And to be honest, it's it's not necessarily science. Sometimes it is a little art. You just have to understand that uh, it, people, different people are going to do things differently and you have to learn what's comfortable for you. I had an intern and I still talk to him this day and he has a hard time when somebody's doing something like, so when he works somewhere and the people around him are not maybe doing ex- everything the way he thinks they should, because it's like, there's more you could be doing. Why are you just doing an ultrasound and some soft tissue and then a stretch? And it like bothers him. And he's like, oh my God, this is like the worst, like the worst case scenario. Um, my encouragement to athletic training students is take scenarios like that, like Hannah did, where you were in an environment where I couldn't ask any questions. So what does that lead me to? I need to find the answer. I'm in an environment of people are treating a way that I don't think is the best for that 
athlete or that patient, well, is there something else about my environment that I could learn from this situation? Can I learn how to be a better programmer for this? Or can I be a better um, business model, you know, as an athletic trainer? Like maybe there's a different way that this person talks to their patient or their athletes that will give you one tool from this because all of us are just trying to create this really big toolbox so that we can pick from it at any time. But maybe the top shelf of those tools is what we're really good at, but we need to have access to that third, that fourth level in order to still be kick-ass athletic trainers. So as an athletic training student, maybe sometimes you're in an internship, you are, you're at a school, you're doing a rotation, you're in a class, whatever it is, where you think, this is bullshit. I'm never going to use this. Like they just do this stupid stuff all the time. I guarantee there's something you can learn around that athletic trainer. Maybe it's even how I, you don't want to be that kind of athletic trainer. Maybe there's things that you can really cement in your head. When my athletes come to me and they say X or Y, I'm definitely not doing Z because I, I've seen it not work. Um, and then that's just like ammo for you for the rest of your career. But I do think every situation as an athletic training student is a learning situation and don't expect to learn everything like that. Don't, don't expect to master everything like that. And also don't belittle the opportunity you have to learn something else. If that makes sense. Yeah. I think sometimes, um, I don't want to say have common sense because you usually either have it or you don't, but I think you just need to be able to step back and say, all right, I want to know more about this, but maybe right now is not the appropriate time and I want to, I'll find out about it. I'll look into it myself or I'll ask later. I think sometimes some athletic training students need to know, like have to feel like they need to know right now. Yeah. And like you said, maybe there's an inappro- there's a more appropriate time or a more appropriate way to kind of figure it out. And talking to the students, what I get into the practice of when you see something say something. <laughs> if you see something when you say see something. something and you want to learn more about it, write it the F down. Yeah. Because you're not gonna remember it later. And like and then not only that, it's going to be the end of the night or the end of the day, the end of the shift, whatever it is, and everybody just wants to get the F out of there. But if you can organize your thoughts, write things down so that when there is a, a lull. So the perfect example was in my professional baseball world, uh, batting practice always en- ended up being kind of this like calm time that we encouraged our our athletic training students, our interns at that time, what, que- okay, what questions do you have? Well, like what, like, what do you want to know that we couldn't answer because we were running around like crazy earlier? And so some of my best interns were the ones that were super organized and like brought their notebook out and blah, 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 blah. Like they had 27 different questions. And then some of my other ones were just really good. They had like the three questions of why we were doing X with a certain player throughout the week versus we were doing, you know, A, B, and C earlier. 
Um, so write stuff down. Write stuff down. Write stuff down. Write stuff down. Have a little notebook in your in your back pocket. Just write things down. You you mentioned this a little bit earlier, and it's kind of the last thing I had written down. Uh, kind of going back to the fandom thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my one of my bigger pet peeves with athletic trained students is you're there to be to learn how to be an athletic trainer. Don't talk about when you played or if you coach or whatever. Like, that's not your role anymore. True. Even if you love, like, and just going back to what our talk about, you know, our friend or foe working a sport you love, it doesn't matter. That's not your role anymore. Mm-hmm. Correct. Just, just realize that you're there to, to learn how to be an athletic trainer, not yep. to be, I mean, it's great to be around something you love, I think this is also a, a good opportunity to talk to athletic training students and say, you can be um, friendly with your athletes, whether it's from the high school to the professional ranks, but you're not there to be their friends, yep. right? Um, if you do end up being like, so in my world, I was working with people that were my same age. And so it was very difficult to, you know, say, no, like, I'm not going to get a beer with this person in outside of work. Like we were going to do that because we were very similar of age and similar. Um, just, I mean, we were all kind of going through the same stuff all the time, but as an athletic training student, just remember that your job is to learn how to be an athletic trainer. Your job is not to be the friends of the athletes. You're not, you're not to be the like go between of the athlete to the athletic trainer um, you guys are a team, you are in it together. It's not, there's not, there should not be a separation. Even if you don't agree with the athletic trainer, um, do not let yourself get into that situation ever, yeah. ever, ever, ever. Boom. Boom. Yeah. Boom. I'm good on that. I think so. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, athletic, every plain and simple, uh, J-Man, Jesus, Jesus, um, being a really good athletic training student, there's not, there's not one formula, right? Um, I think you have to look at how you learn things. You have to dive into that. You have to learn, you have to look at who's around you and what's the most appropriate way to learn from that person, um, and take advantage of every opportunity that you get. It's all these all these cliche things, but as you get older and as you get further away from being the student and having more students that you get to teach, um, a lot of those cliches are true. They they just really are, um, and they help you be a much better athletic training student. Ding, ding, prize are done. <laughs> I was gonna play the sound. What sound? And I, I'm I'm gonna quit the podcast yeah. now, guys. I just want I just <laughs> want to note that your head fills that kettlebell so well. Does it? <laughs> <laughs> it really. Hey, hey. You do a good job. Oh, a little better. Yeah, a little better. You got a handle on top of my head. Yeah. Um, we closing it out. Yeah. All right. Well, fun one. 
think so. Hannah broke me down there for a second. Many times. On the diarrhea. There's been... We've had some laugh out loud moments. Hey, guys. Hey, the, you know, I, I you know we BGs. haven't... Yeah, we got the BGs, guys. I'm sorry. We got the bubble guts. I'm going to be I'm gonna be out of commission for most of practice. Um, you know what? You know what we haven't had in a long time? And I think I mentioned it two weeks ago, maybe last week. I don't know. A review. Hey, let's get some reviews out there. That helps us. That helps grow this podcast. If you like this podcast, please go on to whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Go on to YouTube, whatever. Leave a comment. Leave a thumb up. Subscribe. Um, everybody does this. Everybody points to corners and stuff. Subscribe to our podcast so that you know when our next podcast is going to come out. Um, hit the leave, bell. Hit that bell. Leave us a review. Apple Podcasts, I think, is the number one spot that we usually get reviews. We want more. The more we get, the more we're out there, the more that we can spread the love of athletic training. That's our only goal in this podcast is really to have fun and share what a great profession this athletic training is. Um, now, if you want to leave us a really positive review, that'd be great. If you want to leave us a really bad review. That's De- you know Dylan what? just asked. Can I leave a bad review? No, I think actually you can go F yourself. And then you can <laughs> so, anywho, leave us a really positive review. No bad reviews. And I think CanadaAthleticTraining.com is the website. Okay. Huh? Get yourself a membership. If you're already a member, be on the lookout very, 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 very soon for some promotional some discounts on some really fantastic products we have two for sure locked up it's just we're going through the paperwork process we are looking out for you the athletic trainer and you the person because we care we are doing our best to use this platform to get you just some fantastic deals on stuff all sorts of stuff yes yes yes. look for it hopefully before next show yes and it will all be through our membership page so in essence, you might just get a free membership from the st- from how much freaking money you're going to save from other places. Um, I think CanadaAthleticTraining.com is probably the top website in all of Google right now, so you should go check it out. There is those memberships right there. Go press on, you know, Candomania or Full Johnson or, you know, whatever one you want. Uh, just remember, we are really trying to grow the profession. Try to grow the profession. Try to grow the profession. We are choosing to do it through this podcast. Support us, review us, and Canada underscore ATC. Yeah, that's all I got. See you all next week. Bye.